0: Hey, welcome. Uh, it's been kind of a long day, um, just with the funeral and just uh, spiritually. And so uh, just for me personally, I just need to just come before God just as a, as a whole body, just to kind of get us focused in on really what He has in store for us tonight. And uh, so if you guys just want to pray, and also just through this time, just I hope you're open uh, to what God wants to speak um, to you tonight. Uh, There just might be something that sticks with you. If it does, just go with that. Uh, God's going to be moving in different ways and shapes and forms tonight for us all. Um, But let's just pray and just allow God just to honestly sink into our our very soul. And uh, Father, we just ask that. We ask that, uh, that your breath of life would just overwhelm us Uh, Father I just um, emotionally I'm just stressed and and just um, tired Uh, Father because we just uh, we just uh, we just watched a man that just lived his life for you Father and we just got to experience just a glimpse of his life Um, and I'm just thankful for that I'm just thankful for who he was and and honestly, partly because of him, this is happening, father and uh, so I just I just thank you for for Steve and I just pray for the ball seatss right now. Um, you know we rejoice because he's in heaven, and uh, as Christians, we just know that that's the best day of our lives, Father. So today we just uh, we come together as a church, as a united body that just honestly just wants to, to sing and worship you and just for you to do something amazing, because you can, and because we believe in you, the God of Miracles, and you can you could throw the mountains into the sea and you could make our life end just like that. So Father, um, just with that, I just pray that tonight we would just realize that that might be all we have. And so I just pray that in that, that we would just give everything we have. And just trust that you are God and you are good. Amen.
1: You're rich and love and you're slow to anger. Your name is great and your heart is kind. For all your goodness I will keep on singing. Ten thousand reasons for my heart to find.
0: You guys are dismissed.
2: All right. Uh, so, like Josh mentioned tonight, uh, we're going to be doing things just a little bit differently than our normal format. Um, you'll have more time to thank, pray, worship God. I hope that's not intimidating, that is kind of why we are created, right? Not to come here and listen to one man or woman just talk and talk and talk, but it's rather to stop and steal your mind and steal your heart and focus it on the one that created it. Um, you know, this morning, most of us, I think, were there, we celebrated the life of Steve Ballsley, uh, the head ba- pastor of this church, and uh, it was really just a time to worship his creator. If you weren't there and you want to check it out, I'm sure it was recorded, it's online. Um, In thinking through how to approach tonight's service, it dawned on me that we should simply reflect on the deeper truths that Steve was focusing on at the end of his life. Uh, We're going to take a little break from Mark and kind of focus more on death. I know it's obviously a darker subject, but it is a reality for each of us. Um, So if this stirs up stuff within you and you want prayer, man, that's the spirit. So just find prayer. Come talk to me, Josh, Carrie. Mike, anybody, and just get that prayer. Um, before we jump into t- the first out of two different points uh, that we're going to be looking at, I want to make sure we're starting off from th- with the same biblical perspective. Our time on earth is but a mere breath. Psalms 39, 4 through 5. You I'll put that up there, Matt? It says, Lord, let me know my end and what is the measure of my days. Let me know how fleeting my life is. You have made my days a few hand breaths, and my lifetime is as nothing in your sight. Surely everyone stands as a mere breath. You know, regardless of your belief in the Bible, that one is easy for everyone to recognize. However, we've been given far more than a mere breath for the 79 years on average that humanity gets. Within each of us is something far deeper and greater that is rooted in eternity. We're going to be looking at a ton of verses, and if you want them, come and talk to me. We can write them down. Um, but to kind of give you a, a glimpse of what the Bible's talking about, what else is in us besides those 79 years, Genesis 1:27. So God created humankind in His image, in the image of God He created them, male and female, He created them. <clears throat> it's such a simple verse, we've heard it probably a lot of different times, but you've got to realize this is stating that we're far more than the evolution of cells. We are not here due to biological progression. We are here because we are created in the image of the man who made everything we see. That is a part of who we are. Hebrews eleven thirteen through 16. All of these, speaking of men and women, um, Abraham and whatnot, of these died in faith without having received the promises. But from a distance they saw and greeted them. They confessed that they were strangers and foreigners on the earth. For people who speak in this way make it clear that they are seeking a homeland, If they had been thinking of the land that they had left behind, they would have had an opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country that is a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. Indeed, he has prepared a city for them. You know, we were created for something far larger than the experience we have in this life. There's a lot of different... uh, areas of thought and philosophy you can enter into but the reason that we mourn so much when we lose things is because we were not created to lose them look at the the world of animals that surround us they do not mourn at a death that we know of right but humanity is so torn up when we lose things because we are created for something that outlasts everything that we see you know, Revelation 21, 3, and 4 gives us a description of what's to come. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them. He will wipe away every tear from their eye. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more, for the first things have passed away. You know, our life is but a blink of the eye. However, there's an endless amount of time that has existed and will continue to exist that's just out of our current sight. Uh, I like the way Paul puts it in 2 Corinthians. So we do not lose heart, even though our outer nature is wasting away. That's what happens to our bodies. Our inner nature is being renewed day by day. For this slight momentary affliction... Some call that life is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond measure because we look not at what can be seen, but at what cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. The lifetime, this lifetime is not the only time we get. We were created to spend forever with the creator of today. It all comes down to our choice to accept or reject that acceptance for offer of salvation. Now, I just wanted to present, this is a biblical framework for life. This is what the Bible declares is the reality that we live in. All right, now, point number one. This one's a little heavy. Death is unavoidable, but it's not outside of God's control. Again, I'm getting this all from Steve and the things that he poured into my life over the last year. Death is unavoidable, but not outside of God's control. So according to Google, every single person who ever lived will die. Right? Google it. It is not a possibility. It's a sheer reality. Apart from Jesus coming back to destroy pain and death, we will all die. You, me, it will be done. Both history and science back this up. But according to the Bible, this will not happen for you a moment sooner or later than God's will for your life. Please allow that to sink in you will not die a moment earlier or a moment later than what god's will is for your life the life the bible shows that god is sovereign the god that we worship is in absolute control of everything including the length of our life again more bible verses proverbs 19:21 the human mind may devise many plans but it is the purpose of the lord that will be established Isaiah 45, so that they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is no one besides me. Talking about God. I am the Lord and there is no other. I form light and create darkness. I make well-being and I create calamity. I, the Lord, do all these things. Job came to this conclusion. In, the hand, in his hand is the life of every living thing and the breath of every human being. We got to understand that God has total control over your death and mine. It will not come a moment sooner or later than God allows. Steve said this like a month and a half ago. I will die the day that God decides that I will die. I will not change that. Nothing else decides that, only God. But we don't just stop there. We look at who God is. All right? This God has also shown that he is our provider. Psalms 45 the eye of, all of, the eye of all look to you, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand, satisfying the desires of every living thing, including us. He is our sustainer, Isaiah 41. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. He is our guide and our comforter, 1 Corinthians 2. I will instruct you and teach you the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. He's talking to us. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercy and the God of all consolation, who consoles or comforts us in all of our afflictions, every single one, so that way we may be able to console those who are in any afflictions with the consolation with which we ourselves are consoled by God. No matter what befalls us before our death, and we know that's a whole lot of things that could happen, God will remain present and fully sufficient for all that we need. He He is the one who allows our death to come, so he will never be surprised by the timing of it. He is sovereign at all times over all things. You letting that sink in a little bit you will not die a moment before god says it's time to go home and in that time that precedes that he is with us and willing to comfort us and take care of us and guide us to the extent that we'll let him you know as you guys come back up i want to read another verse um This will give you guys some time to contemplate it. It's Psalms 139. This was a big one that Steve really hung on to um, over the last year and a half. For it was you who formed my inward parts. He's talking about God. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. Same for you and me. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me, every single one, when none of them as yet existed.
1: Great are you, Lord It's your breath
2: In our lungs
1: So we pour out our praise We pour out our praise It's your breath In our lungs So we pour out our praise To you only It's your breath In our lungs So we pour out our praise We pour out our praise It's your breath In our lungs So we pour out our praise To you only To you only, Father Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing, great are
3: you, Lord.
1: And All the earth will shout your praise, our hearts will cry, these bones will sing, great are you, Lord? Come on. And all the earth will shout, shout your praise. praise. Our, hearts Our hearts will cry. Praise. These bones will sing. Great are you, Lord? It's your praise our loves, so we pour out our, our praise, to praise to you. Lord.
0: just move we are listening do a miracle here Father just thank you for the breath of life Thank you for who you are.
3: Everlasting wonder you hold everything together, you have been and you will always be Maker of Heaven and Earth Nothing could contain your splendor you have been and you will always be. Yes God. So I will never be afraid,
0: for you are with
3: me. I'll trust in you for all my days. All my hope is in you. All my strength
1: is in you. mountains, in the valley, from the
3: darkest depths into the sea, your sovereign present and our past and future you have been and you will always be I will will never be afraid for you are with me I'll trust in you for all my days all
1: my hope My strength is in You. On the
3: mountains, in the valley, from the darkest depths into the sea, You sovereign Lord, and You will. Darkest steps into the sea, your sovereign lord, and you will always be. You have walked this road before me, you have seen it all and shown me you have been and you. Will always be if everything I stand on ceases, I'll fall into your arms, Lord Jesus, cause you are there, and you will always be. Oh my hope is in you.
1: my strength is in you on the
3: mountain in the valley from the darkest depths into the sea your sovereign lord
0: Pull that course back up.
3: And my hope is in you.
1: the darkest steps into the sea, your sovereign Lord.
2: the the beauty of it is that it doesn't end with that thought you know even though we have been created for eternity and our lives here in this world will definitely come to an end it does not mean that our time now is pointless think about that for a little bit there's no need to get nihilistic well i'm only here for 10 20 30 40 70 years what's the point of living because i've been created to be with my creator but It's almost as if the opposite is true. The reason you currently have blood in your veins and air in your lungs is because God has chosen to give you life today. And every other day of your life is a gift that we are here. We do not exist by accident. We exist today because the creator of all things gives us life. And this breath comes with purpose. You know, the entire Bible simplifies it for us. It points us to one singular purpose. You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and with all of your strength. All 66 books. That single statement. We were created to get to know, trust, and glorify our Creator. I don't care if you're 17 or if you're 64, that is why we were created. Period. According to the Bible, our primary role every single day is to grow in our understanding of God and to walk it out by choosing to trust Him alone. To trust Him instead of trusting ourselves, our logic, our emotion, or that of our friends and our culture. Jesus puts it in Matthew 22. Pharisees ask Him a question about the law. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? You said to him, remember this is God himself talking, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all of the law and the prophets. It's important to go a little deeper in our understanding. When a Jew at that time frame said the law and the prophets, the law referred to Genesis through Deuteronomy, the first five books of the Bible. The prophets, Joshua through Malachi, everything else. So Jesus says the entire commandment from Genesis to Malachi, the entire Old Testament, boils down to the singular purpose. It's really that simple. Of course, God has given you family members and friends to love, talents and jobs to perform, passions and hobbies to pursue, which are all gifts from your creator however we were created to pursue and follow the leading of the one that made us throughout everything else that this life brings I'll give you a little example that's kind of been bringing, brought home to me in a very personal way you know uh, most of you probably know this but like six months ago uh, I had a rock climbing accident I fell 30 40 feet down a cliff face knocked out for about a week, I don't remember much, in the hospital for about a month. And through the last five months of recovery, um, God has really been teaching me to depend on him, that I really have no other chance of anything worthwhile in this life if I don't slow down, meditate, and put myself before him. But what he kind of brought to a point this last week is that he saved me, he really did, right? There's a million other possibilities somebody that was in my situation than where I am right now. He saved me. He's the one who decided to heal me. But the reason that he healed me was not to spend more time with my wife and kids, which I love to do. It was not to sit up here and preach. It was not to run my business. It was not to go rock climbing. The reason he saved me was so that I could get to know him more. gave me more life so that way I can learn to love Him with all of my heart, all my strength and all my mind. That is why He let me stick here. So the question has to come to our mind, why? Why would this be the primary purpose that any of us are given throughout the entire Bible or for me to be given life back just to do this one thing? It's simple. He is the reason we have life. All things exist solely out of His power and will. You have to understand that. I know that is mind-boggling. Too far to even really comprehend. But nothing, zero, exists without God saying, You exist. Second, He knows us intimately. Our Creator knows our past, our present, our future, our intricacies, and our unusual tendencies. And we all have them. And He knows every single component of who you are. Psalms 39, 1 through 3. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from far away. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. A creator is powerful enough to know you and you and you and you in every single minute way. You know, and in that deep understanding of who we are, he loves us endlessly. This is what is so unfathomable about the Bible. Regardless of your choices, his love for you does not change. Regardless of if you said, I believe in Jesus or not, he loves you endlessly. Romans 5.8, it's the whole Bible that says this, but Romans 5.8, but God proves his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Take a moment and unpack this. He loved us while we were still sinners, while we were disobeying him, while we didn't care about him, while we were living for ourselves. He loved us in that moment so much that he gave the biggest sacrifice possible by laying down the life of his son. Let that sink in. It has nothing to do with your performance. has nothing to do with how often you seek him. His love for you does not change. You know, out of this love comes his desire to guide us in the choices we have to make and to comfort us in the experiences we will have in this broken life. This is why this is the greatest commandment. And all of this leads to what Jesus promised, the abundant life. Loving God with all of your heart, all your soul and all your mind, that is the abundant life. It has nothing to do with a nice house, a big bank account, a beautiful body, an amazing spouse and kids, friends that love you, success in school or in business, health that doesn't seem to ever fade. right? All those things are nice, but those are just cherries on the top. The source of our contentment, the true source of our joy and contentment comes from the way we trust God and desire to bring him glory with our words and our actions. The contentment and joy from our creator remains regardless of the circumstances. One example, let's talk about Steve and Marcia. For those of you who don't know, Marcia is Steve's wife. When given the advice to step away from his role at Rimrock so that way he could focus on what was most important, and his kids, and traveling, and fun, Steve prayed and thought it through and said, I have been called by God to teach, which is what he did up until two weeks before his death. But this had nothing to do with his desire to be known as a leader of a large church, large church, and to go out popular and in charge. His desire was to simply bring glory to God. This summer he told me, I don't care if I am still a pastor. My life exists to bring God glory. This is a man three months away from breathing his last breath, given full permission to go and travel and hang out with his beautiful kids and grandkids. And he says, my desire is to glorify my Creator. You know, as evidence of the abundant life for steve and marcia their last year which included excruciating pain sleepless nights and i'm sure for marcia continual thoughts about impending death they said that that year was full of peace and joy and contentment you know i encourage you to go listen to steve's messages you can go rimrockchurch.com and there's some spots in there for steve's messages or go ask marcia, his wife and she will tell you as she is grateful for his cancer and this year of trial because it brought them closer to God. How mind-boggling is that? But what this is, is evidence of the abundant life and how it comes from pursuing our Creator, regardless of what life throws at you. Because regardless of the circumstances that come at us in this broken world, pursuing your Creator and continually coming to deeper grasps of His love for you and His plan for your life, this is the only thing that will give you an abundant life. Joy, peace, contentment. You know, I just kind of want to end on this verse and give you a little time to think about it, why these guys play some music. Psalm 63.1, David puts it so well. O God, You are my God. I shall seek You earnestly. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh yearns for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Ladies and gentlemen, the beauty of free will is that we can choose our creator. In this moment, with these breaths, we can say you are my priority. You are the one that I desire to pursue because nothing else makes sense to me.
1: jealous for me love's like a hurricane I am a tree bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy when all of a sudden I am unaware of these eclipses eclipsed by glory and realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me oh how he loves us oh how he loves us how he loves us so
0: just think about that for a minute
1: So we are his portion and he is our prize Drawn to redemption by the grace in his eyes If grace is an ocean we're all sinking So heaven meets us like an unforeseen kiss And my heart turns by the inside of my chest I don't have time to maintain these regrets When I think about the way that He loves us Oh, how He loves us Oh how he loves us, oh how he loves, yeah he loves us, oh
0: Sing it with everything you got.
1: Yeah, he loves.
0: God, you just torn that veil and you just hung upon that cross. And Father, just now we can come into the Holy of Holies and experience your majesty. We can experience your true divine love and plan. Father, you don't speak through prophets. You speak through the Spirit. Father, we, we that call you Lord and Savior have that Spirit. Father, a Spirit that is not mute, not just there, but alive. Something that just takes hold of us in times that we just don't understand how we can stand or speak, Father? God, what could we do but just praise you forever? What could we do but just say here we are just do what you want to do father everything that we hold dear will be just burned possessions this, this world father your your beautiful world that you've created will just be gone and you will make a new earth and a new heaven We will reign with you in that. But you have us here now for a reason. And so with one eye on heaven and one eye here on this earth, we just want you to coincide with both. Father, I just pray for the ones that are are wondering about this Father that don't know you that just are asking the question who you are why am I good enough you couldn't love me Father you do you love every single one intimately you know us each by name Father, for us that have just been in this, this walk of life with you for some time, it goes an up and down, Father, highs and lows. I just pray that you would just reveal something new, Father, just like Evan has been revealed. Not that we, we long for what he's gone through, but we long for you to speak into our lives, Father, and what you've created in our life you have us on a certain path and you will do amazing things because you want to not because of who we are so i just pray as a, as a church father that just just sits here now and just dwells in your your holy temple in your presence father just we just come undone father we come undone and we just ask you to make us anew we ask you to just make us strong in this life so that every eye and every knee would bow Send us out, Father. Send us out. Send us out.
3: Your love is devoted Like a ring of solid gold like, like a vow that is tested Like a covenant of old Your love is enduring Through the winter rain And beyond the horizon With mercy for today Faithful you have been, and faithful you will be, you pledge yourself to me, and it's why I sing your praise will ever be on my lips, ever be on my lips, your praise will ever be on my lips, lips. ever be on my lips, your praise will Father, the orphan, your kindness makes us whole, you shoulder shoulder our weakness, and your strength becomes our own. Rid of all our shame and known by our true name, and it's why we've seen your praise will ever be on my lips, ever be on my lips, your praise will ever be on my lips, ever be on my lips, your praise will
2: ever be on my my
3: be on my lips, your praise will ever be We just hope that you guys do go with that praise in your heart just knowing that God does love you and he just wants to be with you right now and for eternity so we just pray as a group right now that we would just solidify with that truth and that as we just think of a great man who went to be with the Lord last Sunday morning Lord that you would just um Help us to abide in you. We love you. Thank you guys for coming downtown. Hope you have an awesome week.